the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Hello there and welcome to this podcast that takes a little look back at the week that was June 20th until June 24 in music history. This was the week that cloud-busting jets were sent up into the skies above St. Petersburg in Russia in 2004. Why? Well, to make sure it wouldn't rain on Paul McCartney on his show below. Tell you more about that in a moment. In 1975 this week, Richie Blackmore quit Deep Purple and had a thing for rainbows. And it was a new liver for Greg Allman in 2010. Gave him a few more years. He lasted then until 2017. But it was this week back in 1969 that David Bowie gave the world, well, not so much gave yet, recorded Space Oddity at studios in London. This was the start of it, I suppose, the visitation of Major Tom. And that whole Ziggy thing, says David. The alien form for Ziggy, as as he was supposed to be an alien of some kind, I based him very much on a Japanese concept. At that particular time in the early 70s, we knew so little about Japan, and Japan really hadn't exploited itself and brought its stuff over to the West, you know, so it still seemed like an alien society. But it was a human alien society, so the big you could make a human connection. In 2004 this week, organisers at the Paul McCartney gig in St. Petersburg hired three jets to spray dry ice into the clouds so it wouldn't rain during a gig that Macca was doing down below. And still in my mind, is some kid from Liverpool, you know, okay, I've done all these amazing things and been rewarded and had all these achievements and stuff. But I think what keeps me sane, you know, is that I still just think I'm some guy trying to do his job, you know. This week back in 1975, the guitarist Richie Blackmore left Deep Purple and formed his own group because he had a thing for rainbows. That's what he called it. Rainbow. Uh, initially, it was my idea to have a rainbow because I did a thing called the California Jam, which had a kind of fake rainbow behind us. And that gave me an idea. I thought, well, that looks quite nice. Then I, I forgot about it. And then we um, formed this band. And with the name, I just naturally thought, well, a rainbow would look nice above our heads with the lighting scaffold on the, the rainbow. Then we thought, well, we should have an LP. So we made the LP and... Um, it started going from there. We lost John Lee Hooker this week back in 2001. Legendary blues band John Lee Hooker has passed away. Born in Mississippi, Hooker was one of 11 children born to a sharecropper and his wife. Hooker's stepfather taught him to play guitar, and he turned that skill into a career that spanned six decades. Imagine this, in 1963, 13 years of age, little Stevie Wonder enters the US singles chart with the song Fingertips, part one and two. You know who's playing drums on this? Marvin Gaye. This was unusual because it was the first live non-studio recording to reach number one on the Billboard Pop Singles Chart of 63. 
This week back in 1981, Mark Chapman pleaded guilty to the charge of murdering John Lennon in 1980. You'll remember the reports at the time sounded like... Got out of the limousine to their apartment at the Dakota, where they were shot by a man who has been described, as you have said, by the police as deranged or a kook or something like that. Immediately, John Lennon was brought right here to Roosevelt Hospital. This is only about 13 blocks away from his apartment. We were chatting about in excess Gary Gary Beers member during the week. Why? Because it was his birthday. And then that brought up the whole conversation we had with him a while back. If, if you could say one thing to Michael Hutchins now and that he would be able to respond to, what, what would you say? <laughs> I just I love him and I miss him. So, I mean, yeah, I think I, ha- I wasn't there. I don't know what happened, but I, just, mm. I know given any, any, any minute of the day, I'm sure he'd rather be around with his with his beautiful daughter and making music. I mean, he's you know, he's yeah, he, uh, he had a lot of unfinished things. So. More bass, please. More bass. In 1966, the Beatles had their tenth consecutive UK number one with the song "Paperback Writer." Loads of boosted bass guitar in this because John Lennon was listening to a lot of Wilson Pickett records and thought the prominent bass guitar on those records sounded really good and therefore they should do the same. This week in 1990, Elton John was a happy bunny, finally landing number one on the UK charts. His first time to do it by himself. He did it with Kiki D back in the 70s. This was the song... That's enough of that, thanks. In 2010, 62 years of age, Greg Allman underwent a liver transplant at the Mayo Clinic in Florida. Now, this would give old Greg another seven years. I went through a long period of my life of drinking. I mean, serious drinking. I mean, I was drinking about a quart of vodka every day in my life. And if I didn't, I would get the delirium tremors, the, the DTs, and I mean, you'd have bugs crawling all over you, and it's some diabolical stuff to some people. This week, in both 1999 and in 2004, Eric Clapton was selling guitars for his drug rehab clinic, the Crossroads Centre in Antigua. From 99, they sold 5 million quids worth of guitars, and in, in 2004 alone, the famous guitar Blackie sold for 959 grand. That was the most expensive guitar in the world up until 2019 when David Gilmore sold one of his for 3.9 million. How can I justify hanging on to all this stuff? I'm not really, you know, a curator of a museum. These things aren't on show. They're not for, they're, I wasn't sharing them, you know. They were just locked up. I had a problem with the fact that I couldn't play them all and they were being they were just gathering dust in a warehouse. So my initial um, reaction was, what a great, you know, really relief and what a great idea. In 2012, the crypt in which Elvis Presley was first buried in was withdrawn from a Los Angeles auction after protests that it should be kept as a shrine. Now, Elvis was buried there, then there was all sorts of grief, so they moved him up to Graceland in Memphis. Die-hard Elvis fans can now bid on the King's Crypt. This is where Elvis Presley was first laid to rest in 1977 before his body was buried at Graceland. And now, it could be yours. And that is a look at the week that was in music history from June 20th to 24th. My name is Marty Miller. 
Thank you for checking out the little podcast. We do this bit daily on the radio, the day in music history, just before 11 o'clock on Radio Nova and daily as well online on nova.ie.